Welcome to the dynamic teaching of Pastor Nife Ibiemi, lead pastor of Love Dominion Assembly International. It is his vision to unveil the culture of Zion through the word and discipleship. Ready, set, grow. I want you to say after me, say, I believe I'm anointed. Amen. Say, I'm anointed of God. Say, I believe that the, word, that this, the Bible is a written word of God. And it's filled with the anointing of the Lord. See, I believe the preacher is anointed. And I'm going to be blessed. I'm not going to be left out. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. So last week we started a series on, uh, I'm not condemned. You know, or better still, judgment series. Or You know, I think I, um, I, think, I think last year... Uh, you know, I touched something around this uh, judgment series. But I, I mean, I feel the impression to reemphasize this again and again. In fact, you know, the way he's doing me is like, you know, to just keep hammering it that there is therefore now no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 8, verse 1, it says there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I repeat again. Romans and chapter 8, verse 1, he said, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I'm going to repeat that again. Romans 8, 1, he said, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Now, that's talking about you. That's talking about me. He's talking about the believing one. Those who have believed the gospel, the Bible says there is no condemnation to them. I don't know how you want to, I don't know how you feel about it. Uh, if you are angry, with it, you just have to know that it is, there is no condemnation. Uh, even if you, I mean, amen, even if you are beefing somebody, maybe you don't like somebody's face, as long as the person is in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation for the person. There's nothing you can do about it. Amen. You can't sabotage that. Jesus died on the cross for you. Amen. Jesus died on the cross for you. There is therefore now no condemnation for you. There is not. It does not exist. You cannot be condemned. Amen. And we are trying by the, by the power. I mean, I'm, I'm trusting the Lord. I'm pushing in the spirit to break every, um, you know, stronghold of condemnation in our minds. Okay, because that thing called condemnation can deny a lot of people. It denies a lot of people from receiving from the Lord. It denies a lot of people from receiving. All right. You have to know that in your mind, in your spirit. Settle it. That you have no condemnation, and if you are such that you are not condemned, that you know you're not, con- you have any condemnation. The word there, adverse sentence. There is no adverse sentence in your life. It means that um, you won't expect the same for another person. You know, some people have this ideology that the reason why there is problems in their life is because probably God. So this is it. So they have problems in their life, and they think it, they deserve the problem. Probably what they have done. Uh, I mean, I hear this a lot. Uh, could it be of? Could it be what I did? Could it be because? Could it be? Is there something I did that I did not know? That you know, God is dealing with me. You know, that in itself, what you have done is, in your mind, you had positioned yourself for adverse sentence. You thought in your mind that you deserved, you know, certain predicament because you know probably something might have happened somewhere. But this is what the Bible says. He said, "There is therefore now." No condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. That's the word of God. 
I don't know what you think about it. Even if you, even if you, you know, feel that, you know, uh, you know, probably God, but that's what the word of God is saying. He said there's no condemnation for you. Hallelujah. There's no condemnation. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, you have no condemnation. So, so this is it. The one you incur are the ones you built up yourself. Okay? So you built it up yourself and you position yourself. So because you have built it up in your mind, okay, you felt you deserve it. So you, the, the desire and the will to fight is not there. Okay? Because normally we face challenges. Okay? Everyone faces challenges. And so the will to fight, to, to challenge it is not there. If God is condemning you, why would you fight against God? You understand what I say? So if, there's a, if the adverse sentence you have in your life is orchestrated by God, then you don't need to pray. You are, if I, you are doomed forever. Because if you are praying, you are going to be, that means you are, position, you are positioning yourself to anti-God. You understand? So if you had concluded in your mind that the adverse sentence you have in your life is orchestrated by God, you just praise him for it. I thank you for bringing such a miraculous adverse sentence to suit my life. I receive it with thanksgiving and with joy. That's what we have said. But, but why would you pray against it? Because, you know, you know uh, in a way, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a level of you know, confusion anyway. I know, I agree. It's confusion because if you understand that adverse sentences or certain predicament is devil-sponsored or Satan-sponsored, you know that, ah, I can always... Take authority in Christ Jesus and fight it. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? But if it's orchestrated by God, you're doomed. Amen. So there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I'm going to say this again, all right? There's no condemnation for you at all. So you can always start again. For many of you who feel, okay, well, I stumbled here. I stumbled. You know, this is it. I, and I was going to, you know, keep saying this again. We must realize that we are human beings. Sometimes, this is, this is the way some of us think. We think that, uh, you know, we think, I don't know, we, we, ex- we think that we are supermen. We are actually supermen in Christ. Amen. Um, for example, let me tell you this that I'm aware of. Okay? This is it. And it gives me, and because of this awareness, I am not bothered unnecessarily about things that does not matter. For example, I'm aware that those who come to meetings where I'm, I mean, if I'm going to be teaching or preaching anywhere, I'm aware that people, everyone, are from different backgrounds. People have different experiences. People have, my experience is not the same as yours. So, the, in fact, you know, my genetic makeup is not the same as yours. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? By what I mean, my genetic makeup, there are certain things that, I may be predisposed to, based on my experience, that you may not be predisposed to. You know, there are people who, by virtue of how they gave birth to them, they have, you know, for, for example, I, I remember, you know, I, I'm not going to, you know, uh, mention names or something. I remember, I, you know, visited some folks. No, no, no. Uh, I needed to agree with somebody in prayer. And um, this person was having... Um, Parkinson's disease, okay? And so, you know, there will be lots of hormonal imbalances because of, you know, which probably underlines even the Parkinson's disease where, you know, there is, you know, uh, there is tremor and shaking, you know, and everything. But beyond that, there are hormones that trigger 
unnecessary even orgies. Yeah, I mean unnecessary sexual orgies. So I uh, so there is this person, okay, who was a who is a missionary. So the person they contacted me and you know, this is you know an elderly person and they contacted me and they said, Okay, this man is having this. I said, well, and this man has this experience. This man has a testimony. He has had testimonies for years of good deeds. Am I communicating to us here? So he has had testimony, clean slate. Testimonies of this person is honorable. But this season in his life, he's, he, he's doing something that, ah, we would like you to pray, Pastor. Please, maybe you can talk to him. Because I have the person, I have access to the person. So I tell them, what exactly is wrong with him? They told me, Parkinson's Parkinson's disease. That's what is affecting him. Okay, he's not that kind of person. (laughs) Because Parkinson's disease, so when I spoke, they said, okay, so you have to treat treat that. Because he's under under the influence of his hormones. Am I communicating to you here? Yes. So what I'm trying to say is this. There are certain things, are we together? There are certain things that I know you know, that people may not be able to control, which is nature and, you know, nurture. So, how they are brought up. So, this is what we do as believers. We supply the word. So, we expect supernatural control. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So, that's why, for example, the Bible says, the fruit of the spirit. You know why? See, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace. It's not easy to love. With the, way, with the way things are happening in this world, do you think it's easy to love? Are you going to say, the way, things, the way people, the way betrayers and things are happening in this world, you think that's why it causes the fruit of the spirit. It's, it can't come from the flesh. It has to be supernatural. And that's why I say that live in the spirit. Are you going to say, so you, expect, you have to be careful of your expectations from men. So when you see people stumble, or you see something, you, you, must, you must position yourself in place of prayer for the Holy Spirit to help the person. So this is what I'm trying to say. That, you know, hatred, it is easy. If the flesh would desire to hate. But you will not allow the flesh to win. Hallelujah, yeah. See, let me tell you, do you think it is easy to say you want to wake up in the morning? You, don't you notice that many of you, I'm talking to many of us here. Yeah, it is time to go to a club. <laughs> you are there. You you know the right thing to wear. You know what you are. You know you are ready. But when it is time to come to church, that's when the stomach pain will start. That you feel. I I I don't even work out somewhere. How you gonna try to say yeah? You watch seasonal movie. You watch it season one, episode two, three, four, five, six, seven on a spot. Sit down there on a spot. You complete it. Next series, you move to another one. Which one? I've watched everything. But when it's time to listen to a message, the word of God is not easy. Is that, is that ordinary 40 minutes? Is that, ah, if I, you start 10 minutes, <sighs> you are sleeping. Are you going to try to say, yeah? And that, you know what I'm trying because even at the end of it all, you know why I'm, I'm bringing this? Issue. There are so many things. It is not easy to do those things. That's why we call it, we call it rather, we call it the fruit of the Spirit or, you know, gift of the Spirit or the power of the Spirit because the Holy Spirit will enable you. I'm not saying that you cannot train yourself, okay, to accustom yourself to spiritual exercises. You should train yourself. But my point is this. If you are not careful and you yield always to the flesh, okay, you miss out. But better still, even when you miss out, hallelujah, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. That's the point. That's where I'm actually going. 
There is therefore now. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? So while you are saying there is therefore now no condemnation, you are yielding to Holy Spirit. Strength. That's why you can now go back to scripture that says he's strengthening you in your inner man. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? It's not. So why the Bible says let us come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy. It's, you know, and find grace to help in time of need. You, you can't, it's not as if, it's not, the reason why we come to the throne of grace to find help is not because we, we, it's because we needed help. So we come and obtain mercy. Hallelujah. Mercy prevails over judgment. That's why we come. It's beaconing on you to come and obtain mercy. Hallelujah. There is therefore now what? No condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. It's a done deal. It's in Christ Jesus. It's an oppression that is in Christ Jesus that none is condemned. Hallelujah. None is condemned. This is not a licentiousness. Okay, well, you know, now since I'm not condemned, I just begin to do any practically it means you are in a condemned position. Let me tell you, I'm telling you, this one is only, you are listening to me. Are you listening, everybody? So I, I will begin to do anyhow as I like, like without any sense of in your heart, like, ah, I want to live for God. It, it, you know, this is it. Hallelujah. No one who is born of God will decide that, ah, I will now continue to mess up. Shall we? Shall we? They say, they say, now I will just mess up as I like. Now, you don't really understand it. That's why, you know, because if you understood it, I'm not saying, we are talking about struggling sinners. I mean, struggling saints, I mean, uh, struggling saints. How are you going to say Not struggling sinners. I call it saints with sinners problem. Okay? So, it's a struggling thing. Ah, because the nature is dragging. Experiences are dragging you. And one way or the other, there's a little stumbling here and there and there. Pick up yourself and run. The, the thing is that when you become born of God, you receive the Spirit of God in you. The desire to keep living out of God's will will not be there any longer. There's no way. Am I communicating to us there? But, but that's just by the way. I just want to establish that there is, there is therefore what? So those who are in Christ Jesus. It's, it's scripture. It's not me that is saying it. It's scripture. You're not condemned. Hallelujah. Now, we said something last week. We said, there is a way God judge. Amen. You must know this, okay? You have to understand how God judge. <laughs> hey, you must understand how God judge. John chapter 5, verse 22. Is that 22? 21, 22. John 5, 21, 22. We looked at that last week. John and chapter 5, 21, 22. Amen. If you are there, say Jesus is Lord. Okay, look at what Jesus said there. He said, so we're going to read from 22 again. And, and this is it. Okay, this is Bible. Uh, you know, all those ideas, I'm going say, well, you know, pastor, maybe this is your revelation. It is not my, you see, it is not a revelation that, okay, well, you know what? Now, pastor says, the father judges no man. Okay, he's giving all judgment. It's not me that's saying it's the Bible. So, say, uh, he's saying it. So, another person can say, you know, I told us this. Somebody say, ah, you know, the word of God is like mountain. You know, you see, you know, a, you see a goat on the mountain. From one angle, it looks like a lion. Another angle, you are not seeing where. See, it is, <laughs> it is a goat that is on the mountain. How are you going to say, yeah? 
the, the word of God cannot be, no, that's why John 3, 16, for God so loved the word that gave his only begotten son, whosoever believed in him should not perish but have a last night. He's not saying anything otherwise than what he said. That is the revelation. <laughs> you can't try to say here. The, way, the same way you read an anatomy book and you try, I have told us this, try the approach you use in Bible. Try it in your school and bet it if you not fail. You, you, you get what I'm trying to say. For example, you read John 3, 16, say, no, what he's trying to say here. No, you, you must, whatever he says is what he says. John 3, 16 cannot be meaning another thing. You know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish. I, I don't even know how else I can see because I'm seeing it in one way. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm seeing it in one way. I remember I came out of a bus, and I, I was, I told us, maybe I told you once, I was in the bus, you know, in Polakot then, you know, we're going to, I was serving in Polakot, so we're going to in Nigeria, River State. So I, a friend of mine, we were, you know, we had, we had this contention about God's word and everything. Ah, and I showed her some scriptures. Ah, I showed her, she said, look, doctor, I showed her, look at this. She said, no, uh, rugged, no, it's not like that. If you, if you look at this, eh, it, it, you know, it may mean, I said, ah, ah, how can he make me? <laughs> ah, how can he make me? I just told my friend, I was driving the bus. I said, uh, no, the technical guy, I beg, just stop. I came down from the bus. I said, I cannot enter the same bus with you. <laughs> now, I can be that extreme. I said, I can, that, but no, now, I don't do that any longer. I said, I cannot enter the same bus with you. When you read your anatomy that made you a medical doctor, you did not mean. You know what I mean? You read it and you understood it in English. Simple. But when it comes to scripture, we have a different approach to it. It's simple. Okay, the Bible, the Bible does not contradict itself. What contradicts itself is people's mind. So people's understanding. So people, the scripture is constant. It's perfect. That's why I said we should make that confession earlier. It will save yourself. You will save your life. Stress. Hallelujah. John chapter 5. Amen. 22, yeah. John 5, 22. Look at what it says. He says, For the Father judges no man has committed all judgment unto the Son, that all men should honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. He that honoreth not the Son, honoreth not the Father that has sent him. Now, he said, The Father judges no man. He's committed all judgment to the Son. We looked at that last week, and for you, because I'm not going to go back there, but you can go back you know, and, and you know, listen to the message. Let's keep reading. Where did I stop? 24. Very, very, I say unto you, that he heard my word and believes on him that sent me as everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation. He's already saying, he said, the father judges on man. I have all the judgment as the son. He says this, if you believe, you hear my word and believe on him that sent me, and you have everlasting life. That's the judgment already. That's the decision. And you will not come into condemnation. And but you have passed. It is say you will pass. You have passed from death to life. Every believer, see, look at it. He said you have passed from death to life. If you have believed the gospel, said the Bible says you have passed from death to life. But if a man has not believed the gospel, the person is in a position of death already. Death is reigning over the person's life. But anyone who has believed the gospel, the Bible said they have passed. It is said they will pass. They have passed from death to life. So in other words, when there is a when oxygen stops in this kind of flesh, what the person, the person just continues life. The person just un, is unveiled. The person sees himself functioning in life still. Okay, but that's just by extension, but I'm not going there today. Let's go 23, uh, 25. Are you there? Very, very, I say unto you, the hour comes 
And now it will come now is when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God and they shall live. That's a judgment again. Okay, because verse 26, for the Father, for as the Father has life in himself, he has given the Son to have life in himself. He has given him authority to execute, execute what? Judgment also because he is the God incarnate, the Son of Man. So he has given him the authority to execute judgment. He said, uh, where, where did I stop? Huh? Okay, let's jump. Let's go to some. Let's go to Colossians. We are still doing something. Colossians. He said, "The Father judges no man." Colossians in chapter one, verse nineteen. He says, "He pleased the Father that in Him should all fullness dwell." But I'm just emphasizing this for a reason that it is He pleased God that in Jesus Christ should all fullness dwell to execute judgment. Everything is in Christ. So when you receive Jesus, you have received everything that... So you have received vindication, justification in Jesus. We looked at that last week. What the judgment was. How how does God judge? God judges in Christ. Not outside of Christ. He judges. We see the judgment of God on the cross. So he said, Jesus said in John, John 12, let's go there quickly. Jesus said, now is the judgment of the world and now is the prince of this world cast out. And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. But he said, now is the judgment of the world. So the judgment is Jesus on the cross. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? You just have to get established. And again, I would like us to also go to Acts chapter 10. Acts 10, it's a popular scripture. Acts 10 and 38 to 32. Act 10, 38 to 32. Praise the Lord. He said, how God anointed Jesus Christ, Jesus of Nazareth, with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. And we are witness of all things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in what? And in Jerusalem, whom they slew and hung on the cross. They hanged him on the cross. Okay, that's King James English. They hanged him, hanged him on the cross. Verse 40. Him God raised up the third day. Don't forget, look at everybody. Don't forget what we said earlier. That Jesus said in John 12, When I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw men unto me. And he said that it is the judgment of the world. Are you following everybody? Okay, good. So he says, Him God raised up the third day and showed him openly. Verse 41. Now to all the people, and not to all the people, but unto the witnesses chosen before of God, even to us, who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead. Verse 42 is exactly where I'm going. He said, let's, let's read together. Everybody wants to go. And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of the quick and the dead. Now we can go on and on. There's so many scriptures, but this is very important. The judge of the world. So he said, God has ordained him. To be the judge of the quick and the dead. So how does God judge? God judge in Christ. So God's judgment is Jesus. Hallelujah. He has been ordained like that. So God's, God's judgment is not in Moses. Amen. Oh. It's not in Moses. It's in Christ Jesus. So that's why we are saying that when a man refuses Jesus, he refuses the provision of God to clear wrath. Over his head. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? When, so, the, so that's why it's also very terrible. What you do when a man presents Jesus to a man and the man receives it, he receives justification. When he rejects it, he still receives judgment. Because the Bible says, look at it. John 2. John. I hope my words are clear enough. I believe so. 
John and chapter 3. John 3. Amen. John and chapter 3. We read verse. Second. John and chapter 3. Okay, good. John 3. We'll start. We read from verse. We read 18. I want us to read it together. One. He said, He that believes on him is not condemned. Now, now look at, look at, you know, we look at this already in John, the same thing in that John 3. Are we together, everybody? In John 3, if you look at verse 4, verse um, 14, he says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, remember the story when the serpent was biting the children of Israel. And Moses went to God and said, What should I do? And God said, Moses should raise a brazen stone, okay, a serpent, and raise it outside of the camp. So whoever is beaten, when they look up, okay, they just look up to the raised brazen serpent, then they will be healed. So serpent to bite, you must look at serpent to be healed of the you know, venom. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? Good. So Jesus is saying there, he said, when Nicodemus was asking him, what is the concept of this born again? I don't understand. And jump to conclusion, Jesus says, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so the son of man, what? Be lifted up. So what was he talking about here? The cross. No praise and worship. I told us this. Very important. I'm not saying that in praise and worship, God, Father, we lift you up. We lift you up. No. When you say the contest here, he's talking about the cross. And now if I be lifted up, he's talking about the cross. So which he did already. So now, he said, Moses, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so the son of man. So when John 3.16 did not just emerge suddenly. John 3.16 started from John 3.1. Okay, but progression, John 3, 14. So he's talking about the cross. So that's why when he jumped, when he got to John 3, 16, he says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Where did he give his son? He gave his son on the cross when he was lifted up. In the, are you going to try to say here? Because he didn't give Jesus when he was a baby. Jesus was given on the cross. Oh, you don't know that. He was given on the cross. Because, you know, if it was, you know, it was on the cross, he said, my father, my father, why did you let me go? Okay, why did you? Because before his death, he still said, well, the work that I do is my father in me that is doing it. You know, I and my father, we are just doing it together. But on the cross, he said, ah, why did you forsake me? How you get up trying to say, yeah, he's on the cross. So he said, and now if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw men unto me. I will draw men unto me. So John 3, 16 you don't jump to 18. He said, He that believed on that Christ that is lifted is not what? Condemned. Look at that. It's not me that wrote it. So, are you a believer? Yes, sir. I can't hear you. Are you a believer? Yes, sir. Say, I believe Jesus. I believe Jesus. So, so, what? See, there's no need. To, I'm not the one that will bring no condemnation into your life. It is the cross that brought no condemnation to both my life and your life. So that's why when you read this now, say, ah, ah, he that believe on him is not condemned. Ah, I don't believe. It means that what? You are not condemned. You can always remind the devil. Praise God. You can always remind the devil of it. He said, but he that believes not, what happens to him? Did you see that? He said, he that believes not, he that believes not is condemned already. Why? Because he has not believed on the name of the Son of God, the Son of God. That's the reason why he's condemned already. He didn't say, well, he's condemned already because uh, he has done all the law of Moses. That is you adding your own to the Bible. Amen. 
So he that believed not is condemned already. It is see, the, because human beings were in the state of condemnation before Jesus came. He brought us out of condemnation. So he that believes not is condemned already. Why? Because he refused to receive the provision of God for his justification. Am I communicating to us here? So very important, you have to get that established that there's a way God judges. God judges in Christ. But I say, please the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Colossians 1.19 He said, God, please, please the Father that everything should dwell in Jesus. Hallelujah. We read also in Acts 10.38, he said, God has appointed, has ordained him to be the judge of the world. Hallelujah. Are you following everybody here? God has ordained him. So we're going to be looking at some, you know, quick things here, you know, just to um, to further establish the concept of why there is no condemnation. Let us open our Bibles to First uh, Corinthians. Hallelujah. Or better still, let's do let's do First Corinthians. Oh, 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians and chapter 5. So we just touch some scriptures. For we must all appear. Are you there, everybody? So, so this, we're going to look at some common scriptures and how people misunderstand them. Okay? Good. For we must all appear before the judgment seats of Christ. Hmm. Amen. That everyone may receive the things done, the work done, of course. Okay, the work is valid, but the, the things done in body, according that he has done, whether it be good or, it, or bad. Now, yes, we're reading verse 10. So this is everybody listening up. As a believer, we, our works, what we do, will be rewarded. Whatever you do as a believer, will be rewarded and the reward is also a decision from judgment. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? Yeah. Because when you talk about judgment seat, amen, when you talk about judgment seat, if, if I, for example, if I give a man a reward, a car key, or a house, it is out of judgment, out of a decision. Not every time you see judgment, judgment in the Bible is talking about hell and fire, and you know, and heaven or whatever. I was describing somebody during the week, and I said, even hell, you know, we're discussing together, hell itself will be judged. Hell itself will be put in lake of fire. You get what I'm saying here? So the big deal is not even about hell. The big deal is not about hell. The reason why we receive Jesus is not to escape hell per se. Or to, and so to embrace heaven. Well, of course, there's a hell to shun. And there's an heaven in court to embrace. But the reason why we receive Jesus is because we want a life. We need a life. We're spiritually dead. So we need a life. That's why Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it abundantly. He brought life to you. Jesus brought life to you. I want to communicate to us here. 
Now, so he's saying that. So not every time that, oh, yes, you know, air and fire. Okay, let me say, we'll come back to this place, okay? But let us go to Revelations 20. We'll come back here. Revelations 20. When you receive Jesus, you receive what? Eternal life. He says, remember what we read earlier? He said, the father judges no man has committed all judgment to the son. And he said that he that heareth, he, he that believe on him that sent him and hears his word, he said, as what? Everlasting life. Say, I have everlasting life. You have to be sure you're following me. Say, I have everlasting life. So good. So the Bible says, he that has the son has life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only God. So whoever believes in him should not perish but have life. So when you believe the gospel, you have life. It is not that you will have life. It is not a promise of then. It is a promise of now. It's both promise of now and then anyway. So you receive eternal life now and you're experiencing it even now and then. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? Yeah. Okay, anyway, Rome, uh, Revelations, the book of Revelation. 20, we're reading 11 to 15. Revelations 20, 11 to 15, 15. He said, And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on the throne, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled. Where does Okay. And there, was, and there was found no place for them. Verse 12. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God. Follow everybody. He said, I saw the dead, small and what? Standing before God. And the books, that is plural. And the books were opened. And another book, singular, was opened. Okay, so we have books opened. Then in answer, well, there is one book again that was opened. He called up with another book opened. So we saw books opened. But I, I'm just going to give you, you know, a type of, you know, typology so that you can see you know, figuratively that books, it's not like necessarily like, you know, um, um, what do they call it? Higher education. You know what I'm trying to say there? Like all those long, long books. But books were opened, okay? Let's just keep it like that, okay? So that in our understanding, let us relate to it like that for now. So it said books were opened, what? And another book was opened. The another book that was opened, it said, which is the book of life? So you can, so it, it took the book of life separate, Books are opened, and another one were opened, which is the book of life. Keep reading. And he said, and he judged, the, the dead were judged out of those things that were written in the books. Are we together? The dead were judged out of those things that were written in their what? Books. Not in the, the, the book of life, not there. So what were they, so judging them out of what was written in the book, it's not like, oh, air fire, oh, you, is air fire, you. That's not the only judge. That's not the judgment. So it's simple, just, just to jump the gong, okay? It's simple. If you have labored for the gospel, for example, there is a reward for you. If, if a man labored for the gospel before they died or they sleep in Christ, this is the reward for them. If you have been good, you are, you know, you are into good deeds, giving, helping the needy, doing all those things, this is the reward for you. Amen. If you are, uh, you know, you have been uh, contributing to the development of people, kingdom-wise. Hallelujah. This is a reward for you. He said people were judged according to what? Their works. That's how good works is good. 
Nobody's against good works. I get what I'm trying to say here. Good works is good, both now, which has its reward, both now, and also year after. So they're judged. But next verse, next verse, go there. He says, and the sea gave up the dead that were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead that was in them. And they were, and, and they were judged, every man according to what? Their works. Your works is important. Even if you are, people did not know you. you know, I'm telling you, let me even tell you. Um, when you are serious about kingdom work, eh, it's a work. It's a work. You, you, you are not doing anything. It's not as if you have an exam or something. But you know, when it comes to work, kingdom work, you are very lazy about it. It's a work. You will receive your reward. This one is not condemnation. This is right. This is good justification. It's simple. It's like saying you uh, we give exam and you miss one. You you miss one. The best student in class. Where the best student in the class is this person. The neatest in this school is this person. The person who does this the most in this school is gift for doing what you need to do. Are you going to try and say yeah? In fact, for expecting Jesus to come again. Is a work too. Am I communicating to you here? You are in choir and you are about to minister and you do not pray. Is a work. You'll be rewarded accordingly, both now and in the world to come. He also, ushering everybody. Is there something? Let me tell you this. It's not as okay for the past God will say, well, because you are a pastor, will give you a special reward. I mean, special job. No, no, no. This is it. Even me. That I am serving as your pastor. If I refuse to teach and to pray, to study the word of God, to bring doctrine accordingly, I'll also be judged. It's simple. We'll also, I will receive according to my works. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? Oh, the dodon, it is constant. They, you can't do anything about it. But next verse, next verse. And, the, and death and hell, this is the second day. I think we looked at that a while ago. Okay, death and hell was cast into the lake of fire. That's why I was telling you that I tell folks to is not there's nothing. Yeah, hell is not. You know, hell is just a place where you know the dead goes to, right? Or you know, but he said death and hell himself they will still be put in the lake of fire. Next verse. Now, look at what he now say. Everybody, I want us to now read this. No, we have not mentioned Book of Life since. Look at what he says. I want us to read it together. Whosoever was not found. Even with the works. You don't get what I'm trying to say. Is that where? You know, me, I, I'm not, I don't believe Jesus, but I like good works. See, whatever good works, everything, both the good works and the person, as long as not found in the book of life, where is that? Lake of fire. I, I wish to gather everybody here. It is not me. It is Bible. That's why, what, what do we mean by book of life? Book of life is simple. Jesus is the book of life. When you receive Jesus, you are in the book of life. Yo, that's why there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So you have to understand the two. Those that names are not found in the book of life, and those you will also those that names are not, I mean, are found there. Hallelujah. But I've got the life of God in me. Okay, go, go, go back to go back to our seven Corinthians five. Okay. Ah. Uh, seven Corinthians and chapter five. Are you following everybody? 2 Corinthians and chapter 5, verse 10. So that's why it says, For we must all stand before the judgment seat of Christ, that every man 
may receive, everyone may receive the things done in the body. Whether it's good or bad, you receive it. Hallelujah. Now, listen. So, the question now is this. You know, that's, ah, I've done many, many bad things. So. Hallelujah. That's where the blood of Jesus comes. Hallelujah. Now, yes. I wish to get everybody so that we don't leave you with condemnation. Say, ah, pastor. <laughs> Whereas what we are trying to say is this. Do good works. Good works is good. It does not justify you, but it's good. Hallelujah. We'll touch something here before I'll come back here. Anyway, we'll come back there. Let's go to Romans 14. That's the last section of today's message. Romans 14. It is Bible. When you do good works, you'll be rewarded by your good works. Hallelujah. Even in the world to come, many people, the only thing that they will have I know that many Christians is the fact that they believe Jesus. Not, you know, people talk about, you know, we're not even talking about mansion here because that story is really not really very true. So there's mansion in heaven, all those things. I mean, there's three-story uh, three duplex. This person has this. Now, but let's just, let's just even say, I'm saying that if that fact is true, a lot of people will be homeless. I'm saying because they will not even lay one block. But they will be there. They will, be, they will be there. The reason why they are there okay, is just because they are believed they have the book of life. So they are there. But they can't build a story because they have not won souls. You know, they're not, and they're going to be you know, there on the streets, homeless. But, but we know, okay, let's say even that story, you know, that story is not even valid, okay? But the truth is this. Something similar to that is valid. Valid in the sense that in the world to come, all right, after Jesus comes, this is the point. That there will be people, there are a lot of believers, a lot of people are going to be like, we have all those people, five-star Cornell, some people will have crown of this, some people will be given districts. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? Places, cities, the same way Jesus said, this person, this servant has done well, give him this city, give him that city. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? It's constant. So the city, the responsibility that is given to you, the crowns, the stars, is based on how much you have committed to the kingdom work now. Am I communicating to you here? Okay, Romans 14, 11. So what they are receiving, what they say they are receiving in their body, whether good or bad, according to their, you know, he's talking about the reward of their good works. Now, Romans 14, are you there? We're reading 11 to 12. Now, look at what it says there. He says, for it is written, as I live, so, as I live, say the Lord, every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall what? Now, Romans, Paul is saying here that it is what? Written. So it means that he was saying it is written from somewhere. So he's, he read it somewhere. So that's why he said it is written. Abby? Yeah, good. So, but look at it again. Say, For it is written as long as I live, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess to God. Verse 12. So then, every one of us shall give account to himself to God. Now, now, he said it is written. Is that correct? So if he says it is written, he says it is written, you know, as long as I live, you know, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess to God. Shall confess to God. So now says, so then, okay, so then we shall all give account. Good. So now, where was it written 
Isaiah 45. Let's go there. So we see the total, what he really meant, meant rather, when he said it was written. Am I communicating to you here? Isaiah 45. Isaiah and chapter 45, we're reading from verse 22. He says, look unto me and be saved. All the ends of the earth. For I am God and there is none else. Verse 23. I have sworn by myself. The word is gone out of my mouth in righteousness. And shall not return. That unto me every knee shall bow. Are you following? And every tongue shall what? You see this is where Paul quoted it from. He's quoting it from. You get? So but he didn't complete it there. He said that unto me every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. 24, what will they confess? What will be their account? He said, what shall say? In the Lord I have righteousness and strength. Even to him shall men come. And all that are incensed against him shall be ashamed. So did you see? So this is what he's trying to say when we say that. He said, everyone will give account of himself. The account that they will give. He quoted in Isaiah 45. Am I communicating to us here? The account. See, this is it. In Romans chapter 14. He says this. He said, as it is written, as long as I live, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. And one, he said, and everyone, so then, everyone will give account of himself to me, to God. He's quoting it from Isaiah. So let's go and see how they are going to give the account. So we went there, we saw how they're going to give the account. How are people going to give account? Because we compare spiritual things with spiritual. You cannot just assume this is what is meaning by giving account. What account? Is it back account? Is it living account? What kind of account is he talking about? You, I'm trying to say? you cannot just assume that, okay, it may be meaning my life account. You cannot just assume that. That would be, that would be too small. Okay? So what account particularly? So that's why we went to Isaiah. Isaiah said everything in full. Okay? And he said, he said, one shall say, he said, surely, one shall say, I have righteousness and strength in the Lord. And that is what we have in Christ Jesus. So my point is this. So the account that we give, that you would give, is that you did not obtain righteousness by your works. You obtain righteousness because you have faith in Christ. That the righteousness you have, the same way Paul said, Paul said, it is not my righteousness, but I said, it's all the righteousness that I have. He said, I count it as dung, so that I may gain Christ. I may receive righteousness from God. Are you communicating to you here? So now, the account that we give now, is that in Christ Jesus, we have righteousness. And it says, anyone that is against that principle said will be ashamed. So we are talking about the judgment still. So in the judgment, what account would we give? We would say, this will be my own account. That in God, in Christ Jesus, I receive the gift of righteousness. That is my account. Are you getting trying to say here? Yeah. It's not an account where on the 10th of uh, January, verse uh, uh, 2022, uh, this is it. No, that's what the account was talking about there. Yeah? The account he was talking about is that what is your positioning in the gospel? Hallelujah. What is your positioning in the gospel? So bottom line is this. The one that is in Christ Jesus, hallelujah, is not what? Condemned. There is therefore now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. But however, we are not eliminating the fact that you will be rewarded for your good works. But if you've got no good works, it's said to be evil. It means that you're not doing anything good. So because you're not doing anything good, you're not going to receive anything. Paul said this, look at it, in Romans. Sorry? Uh, I, I have to go there. Forgive me. Uh, First Timothy, Second Timothy. Hallelujah. 
2 Timothy 4. 2 Timothy and chapter 4. Look at it. We're reading verse 8. 2 Timothy 4, 8. He says, Henceforth, there, no, if I, when he said this, verse 7, I have fought a good fight of faith. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. So, because I kept the faith, are we together? Because I kept the faith, he says, Henceforth, there is, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord and the righteous judge so shall give me at that day and not me only but also unto them that love is appearance. Do you see? Because he said there's a crown of what? Are you following what I'm trying to say here? We can go on and on. There's a reward system in God. And that's why anytime people hear judgment, judgment, it's not about hell and fire. Those who names are not found in the book of life, they are lake of fire. But because you are in the book of life, there is also a reward system for keeping the faith. When your friend are telling you that where you are, they are not the righteous, that no, somebody is telling you that there is no, nobody is righteous, you just keep saying, well, listen, I know it's my own by myself. I know that I'm the righteous of God. You refuse to say anything. You have not kept the faith. Are you going to try to say yeah. You, Somebody is telling you, no, no, we are not the righteousness of God and everything. You kept mute. You did not talk back. No, 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 no. You are the righteous of God. Even if you did not win, did not win the contention. But you fought for the faith. Your record of righteousness is waiting for you. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? Yeah. But he said, well, no. It's deceptive because even our lifestyle. If our li- because our lifestyle itself is not even... A- if your lifestyle is not arguing the fact that eh, I am the righteousness of God, you have not kept the faith. Am I communicating? Because you have not kept the faith, you may not see crown of righteousness. But your name is in the book of life. I, this is not a condemnatory. This is both to bring you to the consciousness of the fact that there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. No adverse sentence, but however, there's, there should be a stirring in us to do more for the Lord. Am I communicating to you here? There is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Say, I'm not condemned. I'm not condemned. I'm not condemned. I'm not condemned. In the name of Jesus. Say, I refuse to be condemned. Say, I refuse to be condemned in the name of Jesus. Say, I am seated together with Christ Jesus in heavenly places, far above principalities, in the name of Jesus. Bow your heads and thank God. Bless his name. Thank him. Thank you for the word. 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 Thank you for listening. We are sure that you have been blessed.